Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, here we go. Uh, Wednesday, December 14th. It is a whatever Wednesday, so we'll open the call lines the whole show. I hope you call in. There, the, any topic is always as good on the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Uh, and the text line as well. Truth, justice, the American way, restoring American values and bringing a little common sense and sanity to the capital city. I'm your host, Jack Riggins. Executive producer Johnny Cadillac is here today. Um, you know, we'll just start with uh, what Grillmaster Chris just reported on the on the news and traffic, uh, which is the South Beltway is open. And uh, what a great thing for Lincoln, Nebraska, to finally, uh, I'm going to say, finish uh, the, the third quarter of what needs to be a four- quarters right one two three four uh one being the north boundary of i-80 west being uh 77 as it you know goes south and then of course uh highway two which uh now is the southern beltway or i believe so and then if we can just wrap that around back to the north on the east side of town back to i-80 one day i think that would be phenomenal um, but it's a big win for all Lincolnites, and um, I will say that I, it, my wife said to me, oh, they changed Highway 2's name. And in fact, uh, as I was driving up to it today, it says Nebraska Parkway. So if that's been covered somewhere, excuse me for not knowing. But uh, Shout out to Jack Mitchell on LNK today. He would know. <laughs> He was complaining about it. Yeah, so uh, he's so, like, "I'm still gonna call it Highway." Yeah, 2. Highway Two, Nebraska Parkway. Uh, just make sure you're on the right road, headed the right way. Uh, but anyway, um, looking at the construction, it, it looks like it was done phenomenal. Believe it or not, I mean, once it got started, it didn't really take that long to get done. It was just all the other stuff. Um, so let's uh, be excited about that. Um, one of the things I know is that. Tons of business organizations helped out. And I will give a shout out to Bud Seinhorst, the president of Lincoln Independent Business Association, who referenced a great article from my predecessor, Colby Mack, uh, Colby Mack um, in 2011. Folks, that's 11 years ago where he talked uh, in Strictly Business Magazine about um, this project. And just think, I mean, I grew up in Fremont, as you know, and a lot of times when we would come down to Lincoln, my dad seemed to be, like probably a lot of smaller town Nebraskans, uh, an expert in all road systems, especially opinions, especially the way it should be done, <laughs> not the way it is. And uh, I'd get many, many lectures about it. And I think that as long as I was alive, Lincoln needed to have this project completed i'm not so sure although i love the drive up 77 to fremont and back down uh it's made that drive really nice and i think the six lanes in i-80 between omaha and lincoln for husker football games of course uh makes that really nice too uh so this is a big deal but uh colby mack uh wrote about it 11 years ago shout out to colby and and all 
the small business owners and LIBA members that really worked hard um, and community members here in Lincoln. But let's be honest, once it got started, it was done pretty quick. So there were a lot of politics that held this up. And so no one should poo-poo Governor Ricketts' leadership envisioned to get this done and our very own uh, senator hilgers who introduced the bill to get this done and really don't forget right lincolnites it was senator geist who made it her priority bill right her priority bill for the state legislature to get this done right so you have three good conservatives that really made a push to work with everybody to get a solution, and look what happened. I suspect we will not have to wait the 20 or 30 years, per my father's opinion, on uh, expertise in roads to complete the Beltway around Lincoln. Uh, the only downside I see to that is um, if you are a student of history, uh, Beijing, China, is the ultimate circular road network with the first circle around Beijing predating um, Christ. (laughs) But in this exception, because I have no problem with Beijing, I'd be happy for Lincoln to have a circle around it. Then, you know, 100, 200 years from now, we have another circle around it. And I mean, if we're going to model, it seems to work for Beijing. Let's just not take on some of their communist philosophies. So... Uh, pretty excited about that. Anyway, uh, you know, if you're if you have if I haven't said this on air, I want to say it again. I've got a great business opportunity for some young person or old person. What you need to do is hire a bunch of the college kids, maybe even high school, have a college shirt in the back of the car, and what you do is you charge older folks a monthly subscription fee. To come fix their gadgets. Androids, iPhones, iPads, you name it. Now, that may seem daunting at first, because I said fix it. No, actually, you just need to show up at their house and hit a couple of buttons, because it's operator error. (laughs) But we don't need to tell them. It's operator error. Okay? So, number one, start the business. Just hire high school kids, college kids to be on standby. It's kind of Uber for electronic snafus. Situation normal, all fouled up. Okay? Situation normal, all fouled up. Start this business. Charge everyone around Lincoln that you can a flat fee monthly, reoccurring credit card. We know how that goes. People forget about it. And then when they call, you dispatch one of the younglings. And one of the younglings doesn't even think this is work because they've already done it 10,000 times on their own phone. So the training's pre-built in. You don't have to pay for training. You just have to pay for a collared shirt that on the way over, they stop, they throw it on. They show up at the door with a smile, happy face. And the person says, I don't know how to go to my settings. And, and, and your employee touches the settings button. And goes, there you go. You're in your settings button. Oh, I couldn't find it. It was lost. And then they may ask, is there anything else I can help you with? Because now you're going you're gonna to upsell. And they're going to say, well, 
could you go to my display and turn down the brightness? <laughs> yes. As a matter of fact, look here. I can put it on auto if you think that would help you out. Yes, please do that. Boom. Thank you very much. They're out the door. Probably don't have to come back for three or four months. I'm telling you, this is a business opportunity for somebody to create because I don't see it slowing down. And I suspect everybody is dealing with this at certain ages with people. It's no shame. The shame is not asking for help. But the days of calling into Apple to ask these type of questions are gone. Right. I mean, but there's a generation that wants to talk to somebody. They want to, uh, you know, they want they they want to do that old school service. Well, here's a way of doing it. Anyway, think about that. Giving off free business advice now. You can use the new South Beltway and you'll be able to get around Lincoln even faster. You know, I bet you, you you know, of course, there'll be the client where you're going to have tons of calls for the month, but then there's going to be the one client and most clients that you're not going to have to go over there hardly at all. And then there's going to be clients that are giving you their credit card and they're going to forget they gave you your credit card and you're just building up your business capital. I'm just sitting here thinking though, like I, I take that on and then knowing my odds, I'll be that one person. I'll go there and they have a question that's not as simple as I was planning. Well, that's why you have that's why you have headquarters that's with true. the experts. That's true. And you you call back immediately and you say, "Hey, what's going on?" Or you pull out your own iPhone or Android and you just type it in, <laughs> and there's a solution right there. Again, just Google it. <laughs> again, you don't have any overhead, folks. Maybe one support expert. Uh, I mean, you know, and you have to sign a waiver that if some, you know, one of your guys or gals breaks their phone, you know, you're not liable. You're just you're you're fixing operator error. That's my point. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh the oh, Debbie wants to talk about the South Beltway. Well, let's uh welcome Debbie to Drive Time Lincoln. Welcome. Hey, Commander. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. Well, I drove on it today. I wanted to do that. My dogs were at daycare, which is over about 14th and, and Pine Lake at the facility there. So I thought, okay, I'll pick it up down down here at the end. This is the very beginning of it where it's at 77. So I picked it up very easy to get on. And it was really nice, you know, but I I should have probably gotten off at the Hickman exit. Even though you can't go north, you could at least, you know, get over to 84th from there. But I thought, no, I'm going to travel the whole distance of it because I live about 104th and and the old highway, too, in Nebraska Park. Uh So I went there to that 120th exit. And then there was about six cars in front of me, and it was very hard then to get back onto Highway 2, which and I call the Nebraska Parkway, if you're going to go back to the headed towards the west, which is where I was going, because all the traffic is still coming along to the east, and so you have to wait till that all passes before you could cross. So that was the only inconvenience was right there, but otherwise it was real smooth. Went fast, and I liked it. I thought it was great, and I'll probably use it once they get some of these other exits open. I'll probably use it a lot more often. Well, I'm sure I, I can only imagine it's a very smooth drive. I think uh, Growmaster Chris, Chris Lofgren, said, uh, you know, I think major speed limit's 70 on it or 65. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the exits will take time, and there's going to be some where, like in that case, it's merging into – you know, Nebraska Parkway slash Old Highway 2. And uh, why couldn't we just name it Old Highway 2? 
I agree. I think that'd be so much easier. That would be so much more Nebraskan to just have a highway two and an old highway two. I guess because it's going to be taken over by the city, which does kind of worry me about snow removal because they're terrible at doing snow removal. At least the state did a great job on the, on Highway 2. So I'll yeah. be curious to see how that is going to work out this winter. Let's yeah, hope it does. It'll be interesting. But, uh, yeah, thanks for calling in oh, and giving a report. Sure. Debbie, I have okay. one more statement to say to you. Yes, um, just wanted to let you know that you were missed at the L&K Today caroling event last Sunday. Well, I thought about coming, but my daughter's birthday was the day before, and we celebrated it on Sunday, and we did a luncheon, and, and I never got done with her birthday till like 3.30, so I couldn't have made it. That's oh, the no. reason I didn't come, Johnny. Seriously, okay, no, there I was, honestly thought about it. Yeah, there was somebody behind me on the bus who specifically asked, where is Debbie and where is that Paul? So just wanted to let you know you were missed. You were missed. All right. Thanks, Debbie. All right. Sure. Bye-bye. Well, you never know what you're going to get on a whatever Wednesday. We get a South Beltway report, very fair report, uh, very uh, gracious. um, And then Debbie was missing Caroline. Oh, my God. (laughs) Debbie, you better, you got to get that squared away. Johnny, uh, Johnny was... He's, he was, he just reports the facts. You know, she brought up the snow removal, and I thought it was interesting. You know that I've been kind of covering and talking, I mean, about election security and integrity. And, it, you know, it was spurned on by a lot of things. Obviously, I've discussed already kind of the Twitter revelations, but also this case with uh, Russ Barger and uh, George Dunnigan. Uh, Russ Barger losing by 224 votes here in Legislative District 26 and then asking for a recount. (sighs) Not getting a recount, uh, at least overtly from the Secretary of State, uh, so to speak. Um, And then it has has to go to court. It went to court yesterday. You know, I don't know where it's at at this moment. Uh, But one of the things uh, that I thought about, uh, because, you know, this is just kind of all wrapped up into it. And the ladies yesterday, Melissa and Leanne, you know, talked a lot about, uh, you know, not just ballot harvesting, but the machines and the way ballots are counted. And again, I think it's difficult to understand or get a, a, anyone's head around it, common people, me included, um, over radio, but we're trying. You know, it, but I look at something like the big snow out in western Nebraska. Okay, and essentially in the George Dunnigan and Russ Barger case, we have roughly 11,000 votes to count. 11,000, okay? 11,000 votes to count. All right? That's nothing. And one of the things that was brought up is it's going to cost a lot of money. Right? It's going to cost 6,000 to do it by machine. It's going to cost 11,000 or something to do it by hand. Why? I don't understand why it would cost that much. But be that as it may, the state mobilized eastern snowplows and sent them west because of the big snowstorms. And that's great. The state helping the state, right? So snowplows moved west for this big snow, and they're helping out. Are you telling me that we can't mobilize the state or citizens to hand recount a vote? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense that we can't count 11,000 votes quickly. Again, I know I could get it done in two days. 
just myself with the Democrat or Republican, the best you guys can get. And, you know, the Secretary of State and some of his people just standing there sipping their coffee. Well, I'll just count them. Here we go. Boom. I'll even, you know, keep it on a notepad paper. And an auditor can watch that. I mean, it's not hard. But why don't we have the ability to do that? I think that's a legitimate question when we talk about election security and integrity. Who knows? 1400 KLIN 99.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, uh, whatever Wednesday here on uh, Drive Time Lincoln, uh, I'm your host, Jack Riggins. Uh, we will uh, get back to recounts and election integrity in second segment, as well as uh, talk a little bit about uh, violent crime and a new study that came out. But uh, let me welcome Howdy back to the show. Howdy. Howdy. How are you? All right. Uh, Johnny, are your hands all cut up from the new kitty yet? <laughs> Oh, yeah, most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter. This is the funniest thing that's going on and the most serious thing. It's just showing that liberals in this country are fascist. I mean, they're anti-free speech. Only what they think should be allowed to say it because you're a homophobic bigot if you even spouse out that you are a Christian. It's just hilarious. And now they're... A personally attacking Elon Musk, who they used to glorify as a saint in the liberal. Hold on, world. Howdy. I'm going to take He's a break. A Hold on, Howdy. I got to take a break and I'll get you back on. Thanks. Oh, I got to go. All right. Bye. KLIN 1499 3. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks, we're back on second segment. Uh, nice, calm 33 degrees out there right now. Um, I'm your host, Jack Riggins, here on Drive Time Lincoln. Whatever Wednesday, call lines are open. The Rick Stein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. Uh, Debbie called in, gave a nice uh, debrief of, of an experience on the uh, new South Beltway um, and a little bit on Nebraska Parkway. Um, we talked, um, you know, I can't even remember what we talked about first segment, a little bit of election integrity, security had, uh, Leanne Troush and, uh, Melissa, uh, Sonder on, uh, yesterday, just kind of given an out West perspective here in Nebraska and, and thoughts. And we'll continue to talk about that. Uh, this segment, I'm definitely going to provide some more thoughts on, you know, this recount going on in legislative district, uh, well, the court battle over the potential recount in Le- legislative district 26. You know, we should all watch that. Um, it's interesting. And Howdy called in and still is on the line and had an interesting take about Twitter. So let's go right back to Howdy. Howdy, welcome back. Burr. 
<laughs> I'm trying to load gas in here. I miss the old days when they come out and do it for you. <laughs> you know, I thought Lincoln, the Lincolns, well, it used to be. I don't know if we still have a self-service place, but I think we do. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, there's one over on South Street. I learned a lot about uh, yeah. life from those uh, gas station attendants and the mechanics in the old two garages. Uh, they could tell you all kinds of things about common sense in life. Oh, yeah. I couldn't get that out of Biden if he tried. <laughs> <laughs> Are you loving the Biden administration? This is the practically the worst thing. I didn't think I'd see anything worse than Jimmy Carter when I went through the gas shortages and the depression that was going on. This guy's an absolute bonehead. I, I, it's What did the Democrats do? Just bury their head in the sand and go, hey, everything's okay. At least he's not a dog catcher. Well, like, you know, I think Jimmy Carter knew. I, I, you know, I was a young youngin when Jimmy Carter was around, but he, I always got the sense he knew he didn't do that well as a president. And certainly, he's a good man. Uh, but he I, is, but Joe Biden, Joe Biden, I don't believe is a good man. And I don't. I mean, he is a habitual liar. I actually watched on TV last night uh, uh, him going off in two thousand six about uh, you know man marriage between man and a woman and i mean he was adamant that it was marriage between a man and a woman um you know only to flip uh, so listen it, but it's a playbook i'm about to go into some more of the police numbers because our mayor does it here in this town i mean she only champions the statistics and the things that make her and democratic values look good she totally uh just like joe biden they just talk about you know, in their public appearances, those things that, you know, that if you're not wants to hear. Yeah. If you're not watching, if you're not calling them out on it, um, then, yeah, you'd think, heck, everything's great. I mean, well, uh, but it's not great. Yeah, you know, inflation, like especially for the liberals in the past, when all they had to do is go to Twitter to justify them. Yeah. So your original thing, you know, Elon Musk, it's funny, too, because he would say he's a Democrat, but the left left him. And, you know, independent of his politics, right. I, I really think that Twitter is just an American thing, meaning all Americans should realize the value of free speech. Even if it's yeah. heinous speech, it's, you know, you don't need to get offended because somebody wrote something, <laughs> uh, you know, in 240 well, characters or whatever. Or the snowflakes and they melt would have to clean it all up. Yeah, we're in we're in an interesting time with some interesting dynamics. I appreciate the thoughts, Howdy. And then then you have Biden, who <laughs> actually stands up there and says, "We're keeping an eye on you, Musk and Twitter." That is unconstitutional and disgraceful. Well, I mean, at this point, Joe Biden's just a joke of a president. As a matter of fact, I love the fact that thousands of people are walking across the southern border, and he acts as if it's not happening. Um, oh, don't forget, it's not important. Right, right. His words, verbatim. Yeah, I mean, literally, if we were any other nation um, not so loving like we are, we would call it an invasion, and we would send our military down there to stop it. But here in America, we just we just let it happen with certain administrations. Hey, Howdy, i got to take some more calls. Thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, Howdy, always um, great with uh, sometimes hard words on conservative values and democratic values or policies maybe you know no parties beyond you know individuals hijacking it a little bit and 
I have to think that one day Democrats will, uh, you know, look well beyond and go, you know, the Joe Biden thing wasn't so good, um, without a doubt. So one of the things I wanted to continue on before I get to my next caller is this case with Russ Barger and uh, George Dunnigan. 224 votes separated them here in Legislative District 26 um, with George Dunnigan winning. Uh, Russ Barger asked for a hand recount. Uh, Couldn't be done up front, so uh, it it went to court. It's at court. Uh, There's somewhere out there from the Secretary of State's office saying, you know, if the machines do it, it's about 5,000. Might have that number wrong. Um, I definitely know the hand count is about 11,000. Well, listen, it's 11,000 votes. I've already said I can count it in two days. Have verifiers. That's just me. But I know for a fact, because this is such a hot topic, even though it's a legislative district race in a state, but there's enough people in this state, in this area, as well as nationally, that would love to see it done. No matter what the outcome is, because it allows you to check your election. And guess what? It could be done by free, because I guarantee you could get enough volunteers, both to count, to verify, to be watchers. And then guess what? A couple of already paid state employees to verify it. So they're already paid. So it's not going to cost us anything. We've already paid their salary. So it shouldn't cost us anything. So the cost shouldn't be an issue. Zero shouldn't be an issue. Nor should, when it goes to court, the fact that's being reported uh, by us and the Nebraska Examiner and everybody, that one of the papers had an electronic signature, but it wasn't notarized. Okay, that's a case where a judge doesn't throw something out of technicality like that. Okay, it was electronically signed. Because there's a time limit to this. So don't give me that, well, you know, if the guy was going to run for legislature, then he should know the deal. Well, you know what? Who knows whether things need to be notarized, need to be electronic signed. I think we're a small enough community in Legislative District 26 that we don't need to throw something out because of technicality. But nonetheless, that doesn't bother me as much as that there's so much friction not to just do it. Just do the hand recount. It's it's not hard to do. Shouldn't be. And if we can't do it, then that needs, you know, if if we don't have the materials and and the votes and all that, then that's another question we need to ask. So we got to figure this out. And that's why I've been having guests on. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we got to get to the truth and then we got to work across the spectrum of fixing these things. But the ladies yesterday, and I know they were... They're not happy with the machines. And one of the things is, you know, they were talking, you know, they'd be satisfied with total paper counties counting. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I do know that everything is a compromise. And one of the things when I listen to both sides of this, even in the state, is there's a lot of dug in on what should be done and not a lot of what is the real problem, number one. And then from there, what are some compromises so we can etch towards restoring trust for all Americans, all Nebraskans in the election system? Because trust isn't just the Secretary of State standing up there and saying it's secure. Okay? That's, we're well beyond that. We're well beyond that in this country where elected officials tell us something and we go, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay? 
Just like Joe Biden. He said inflation's not a big deal. Right? Used cars prices dropped and he wanted to talk about that yesterday instead of the 7.1 inflation and the fact that food's going through the roof and fuel oil and all that stuff. I mean, it's just crazy. But that's kind of what Democrats do. We talked a little bit, too, yesterday about voter ID. I mean, voter ID to me is a good step. We the people voted on that. And now it's up to the legislature to decide what that is. For me, it means one person, one ID. The ID matches the person and is verified. And then one vote. And that vote gets cast, counted, and, you know, we can go back and find that vote. That's what it means to me. That doesn't matter if you vote by mail, you vote by give it to somebody else to go drop it in a drop box. Doesn't matter if you go on election day. What, how and wherever you vote, you need to be verified with your ID card, whatever that is, with yourself. Okay, this is the person, just like going through TSA, and there's the vote. You know, so if we have 40,000 extra votes not assigned to an ID card or a person, well, I don't think those are votes. It's going to be interesting what the legislature needs to do. They need to follow through because that's what the people wanted, without a doubt. Um, Favorite Christmas movie. Scott, thanks for texting that in. What is my favorite Christmas movie? Well, believe it or not, (laughs) it's Lethal Weapon. For some of you that don't know, the original Lethal Weapon was centered around the Christmas holidays in L.A. with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, one of the best uh, movies, funny, action, ha-ha, dealt with some alcoholism, dealt with some PTSD, uh, dealt with cops versus robbers, cops versus, in this case, armed military, former military guys pushing drugs. But it was surrounded around Christmas. That's probably not the answer you wanted, Scott. But if you were to ask me the movie I watched the most at Christmas time, it's Lethal Weapon because it seems to be on, and I've watched it ever since it came out religiously. Love Martin Riggs. Uh, love Danny Glover's character, Roger Murtaugh, too. Uh, there's just a lot of good ones in that that original Lethal Weapon. I guess if I had to go to an actual Christmas movie, or geez, I I don't know, maybe maybe Christmas Story, maybe the old Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer kind of clay <laughs> ones that I remember watching as a kid. So uh, that, that there you go. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense uh, given my former profession. All right. Um, Let's go to Brian. Brian, welcome back to Drive Time Lincoln, I think. Well, good afternoon, Commander. Yeah, it's always a good day. Yeah. Well, I'm a little confused because yesterday you and your guests seemed to favor just having a voting on Election Day in person and showing your photo ID there. Now you're saying, well, early voting, mail-in voting. No, no, no. We didn't. Voting. I've never said that, and, and I I didn't go one way or another with my guests on, and I don't recall them saying that. The question was, what is it going to look like? We voted for voter ID. You agree? Well, yeah, but people didn't vote to get rid of early voting. Nobody said to get rid of... I didn't say to get rid of early voting. I said that somebody that early votes still will need to prove they are who they are through the new voter ID. Well, your guest said if you have early voting, then... uh 
they can figure out how many more votes they need. Well, I think you're I confusing them. To, you're confusing them talking about the past and and systems that they have researched and what they are concerned about. Okay, with new in Nebraska voter ID laws, which have to be made in the legislature this session. Do you, do you get where I'm getting at? You're confusing them, and there's no reason to confuse them. I mean, let's just say right now, because what I believe is uh, early voting will be here, right? Absentee early voting as we've witnessed it the last five years, ten years, whatever. None of that will change. In-day vote, none of that will change. The only thing that will change is voter ID. So what is voter ID going to entail for all those different modalities of voting? Well, yeah, I mean, we'll be getting a, a copy machine or, uh, you know, what exactly. Uh, so maybe I misunderstood what you said yesterday that you only wanted, because I've heard national hosts say only in-person, on-day voting is, you know, what they favor. Well, that's, so. I would favor that, but that you haven't heard me say at this moment, abolish early voting. I've never said that. I mean, do I think that it would be much easier um, to have in-person, in-day voting, right? I do. That, but that, again, that's a belief. Clearly, mail-in voting is also getting a lot of other people to vote, and I don't have a problem with that in the sense of that it is secure, and it is known to be one of the weak points in election security. But I haven't well, called for that to end. Would I cry if it did? No. Well, it wouldn't make it easier for the people trying to vote. But the other thing is the hand counting. Like, I know when I take a jar of change into the bank, I'm glad they have a tabulator to count it, because I'm sure it would take a lot longer, probably be less accurate if they tried to count it by hand. And all these things about software and uh, voting machine companies changing the total. I remember the name of the company. It was Dominion. And if you look up uh, Dominion... Well, there's D- Dominion and ESS, ESS here in Nebraska. I mean, yeah, listen, I, I said, yeah, I said that one of the things they said, they would want all hand counting. And there's many Nebraskans that have said that. I know the Secretary of State isn't in favor of that. Um, compromise is going to be the way forward, whatever that may be. Compromise, to your point of, you know, the automated thing counting the pennies, um, certainly in this digital age, we're going to have to compromise. But I think we have to have security. Well, the evidence is just not there that these companies are doing anything or have done anything illegal. And Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about illegal. Certainly there's a lot of evidence that neither side, pro or for, can absolutely prove beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's an interesting topic. I don't have all the answers. I just like talking to people about it. i got to let you go, Brian. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. You too. All right. KLIN 1499.3. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, folks. Uh, pretty good uh, whatever Wednesday there. A lot of different topics. Uh, enjoy uh, always when Brian calls in because uh, there's always a little give and take and just different thoughts. I don't know what to tell you. America's got people with different thoughts, and best we can do is communicate about them, and you know, not be shooting each other and punching each other. Um, and you know, 
and then you have to decide. We did not get to uh, policing, but I do want to talk about the Ferguson effect and a new study that came out, because I do think it applies very much so here to Lincoln, Nebraska, after our riots. Um, so I will break that down by the end of the week, as well as um, Tim wants to know about the streets. Yeah, Tim, I've got questions, too. Why are we paving you know, back alley roads and not thoroughfares? And even my dad, again, an expert as many Nebraska men from small towns are in all roads <laughs> is and is a supporter I think of the current regime uh, is not happy he is not happy that uh, there is a sentiment out there that we are doing a great job taking care of the roads uh, when in fact a lot of our wheel tax money is going to places that uh, we're just not going to see so I would hate to say it but more than likely, there's some shenanigans going on there. Ha! Without a doubt. But, yeah, we'll get into that. Also, tomorrow, keeping on the election stuff, a real big national guest uh, will call in, uh, Colonel retired Colonel Sean Smith, um, who is a big supporter of election integrity and CEO of Cause of America. You will know that that is founded by uh, Mike Lindell from MyPillow, and he is very active in Colorado, as well as everywhere else in trying to educate about the weakness in our election system. So Colonel Sean Smith will be on tomorrow with me, KLIN 1499.3.